Hey everybody, it's your girl DeShayla, and I am back with another episode. Um, I'm very relaxed right now, laying down in the bed. It's like one something in the morning, actually, right now. Um, but yeah, as I'm recording this, so um. I hope everyone is doing well. Thank you for tuning in and listening um, to me and being here with me. I will be actually wrapping up my first season pretty soon. I have a couple of episodes left and I will be wrapping things up. So if you have been here from day one, I appreciate you and I love you so much for listening to me and being here with all the craziness so yeah if you are should i say new here (laughs) welcome 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 um this week we do have a guest on i've been blessed with a lot of guests and um yeah so very blessed and honored that people come on here and talk and we have good times and good conversations but before I get into anything first um you know just if you're looking to share and show your support feel free to like and rate this um podcast share with someone you think that might benefit from it Whatever episode you think people might benefit from, someone you know, share it on social media. Greatly appreciate that. Rate me. You know, um, ratings, all of that beautiful stuff. Um, if you want to donate, my cash app is DShayLuz with an S, Decor. Um, if you ever want to donate to me i appreciate that follow me on instagram at infinity bay underscore eleven eleven. talk to me let me know you came from podcast um episodes that you like all of that great stuff so yeah so before we get deep into this episode you know i have to do my honest moments and, um, you know, just talking some real stuff to you all, as I always do. So, lately, I've been in a space of really realizing that I am dealing with needing to heal from a lot of things that were passed down to me. Sometimes when we focus on healing, and I know when I focus on healing, it was just like my trauma that I experienced as a kid, like being abused sexually, physically, um, the environment I grew up in, the stuff I experienced just as a a young girl, um, just really focusing on healing from that. Oh my God, y'all, I'm so sorry. It's one in the morning. Don't forget I said that. I just yawned. I'm so sorry, but um, <laughs> focusing on healing from that, that's what I 
really looked at healing was. But now I'm in a space where I'm realizing that a lot of the things I need, that's no longer serving me. Because, you know, you hear that a lot. Let go of the things that's no longer serving you anymore. And I'm really realizing the stuff that I need to let go of is stuff that was like general, general, generationally passed down to me. Like the way I spend money, the way I eat, the way my, you know, with my children, a lot of this stuff was passed down to me. So it was like this circ, like this chaos that I'm just in and, you know, really learning and acknowledging that and learning how to heal from that and all of that stuff. So I'm really understanding that a lot of this stuff, I was being very hard on myself, but then I'm realizing like a lot of this stuff is, um, has been passed down to me. And I just heard, as I said, that like, this is the time that I really need to be working, um, very close with my ancestors to heal a lot of this stuff. And, you know, I'm doing my best not to pass this stuff down to my children. Um, yeah, so I said this to say a lot of the things that you might do and things that no longer serve you. If you're one of the people that grew up in a survival mentality, survival home, you see your parents just surviving and not really living. That stuff was passed down to you, whether you realize it or not. Um, even in a way of saying like, if you grew up in a house that was like not good with finances, so either you can sometimes not be good with finances yourself or like living, you know, you penny pitch because you're scared. You're still living in that, you know, area or that, you know, living in that trauma in some type of way that it's not balanced, you know. So I'm really realizing that I never was shown a different way. So I'm really learning how to give myself grace because I was never shown a different way. So I just didn't know. And now I'm really realizing that and I'm willing to do the work to heal from that and heal my lineage and work with my ancestors and make sure I, you know, I set the tone and you know, heal some shit for my kids and their kids and so on and so forth. Because we just can't continue to live in this cycle, this toxic, chaotic cycle. So that's where I'm at in my life. Um, I would be given a lot of, you know, moving forward, I would be given a lot of advice on that. I actually feel like I need to step back from everything and really sit with myself to heal from that. And I feel like spirit has a lot of stuff um, coming my way and I need to really sit with myself to see these things or miss the messages or miss my guidance. I've never done that. I've realized I've always, I'm becoming the person that distracts themselves so that I don't have to deal, you know? And I don't want to, I don't mind dealing so yeah, I had to, I had to get that I had to get that in check, you know. It's bigger than me. So I understand. But yeah, so if you are also struggling from these type of things in your life, just know that 
it was passed down to you. It is not your fault. You're not a bad person. Um, you're doing the best you can with what you know, what you were taught. You just got to make the effort to acknowledge that, acknowledge that and ask your ancestors, your spirit guides, whatever, whoever you believe in for assistance and guidance to help you break that cycle. And that is my first piece of advice for you in that area. So yeah, let's go ahead and get into this episode. Yay! Okay, guys. So uh, another week, another wonderful guest. And I'm so excited as you to have this lady on, this young lady on, because she has some things going on. And I know she is going to bring some information to all of us. She is the co-creator of Full Circle Television executive producer of Relationship Goals, the series and Relationship Goals, the podcast, and author of Relationship Goals, the journal. Please help me welcome Kayla Lewis Allen. Yay! Hello, y'all. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited. I haven't done a yes. podcast in forever, so I am super excited. Yes, I'm excited as well just to talk and give the people some advice, help you. Okay, we back. There we go. (laughs) It's all good. Okay, so yeah, I'm excited for everybody just to know what they're going to learn and all of that stuff. So um, first off, let us just start off by you introducing yourself to the people. Yes. Yes. Hello, everybody. I am Kayla Lewis Allen. Um, As you stated, I am the co-creator of Full Circle Television, as well as the creative director and the executive producer behind all of Relationship Goals, the series, the journal, and the podcast. Um, I actually started doing Full Circle Television and Relationship Goals, the series, right before the pandemic hit. as a way to like kind of like therapy myself. I went through this whole experience of just wanting to really figure out who I was as a person um, outside of being a mom and outside of being a wife or at that time outside of being a fiance. I really wanted to figure out me. I wanted to figure out Kayla and this is how like everything was birthed. So I'm also a wife. I'm also a mother of a 12 year old that is all over the place traveling um he plays basketball and then i'm a very supportive wife to my husband um but i really wanted to figure out who i was as a person outside of all of those things yes i love it and that seems like always where these ideas come from when we begin to connect with ourselves and who you know who we truly are at the core and then all of these creative ideas just start to come up Mm -hmm. And yes. so, and although you'll hear Hunley in the background, they know who Hunley is. He always in the background <laughs> making noise. That's my dog. Um, <laughs> but, you know, although we do come up with these creative ideas and it seems so easy when it comes up, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not always that easy at all. It's 
you know, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of, you know, self-doubt, a lot of fear. So, you know, if you don't mind, you know, discussing like what's, you know, what's the good, bad, if you believe in good or bad, you know, whatever the case may be, like, what was the process? What was your experience? You, you thought of this idea and then you're like, okay, let's get the moving. Like, how was that for you? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, so I thought of this idea. Let me give y'all a little backstory. So the idea came from my husband proposing and I truly, um, I always say I I never wanted to be a wife. I didn't see that for my future. And that was simply because of the wives that I saw or the marriages that I saw as a child growing up. Um, I never really saw anyone happily in a marriage. Um, I grew up in a household. My parents have been married all my life. Um, But, you know, now as an adult, I understand the struggles that they were going through and why they were arguing. Um, But they argued a lot. And I didn't want that for my life. I'm like, oh, this is what marriage is. So I do not want this. So when my husband proposed, I went through, I would say like a crisis. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I said yes in that moment, kind of like being a people pleaser um, and not so much thinking about myself and like what I've always told myself, like, oh, you're not going to get married. This is not the thing for you. Um, So I was kind of dealing with some things alone while I was presented to him that I was super happy and ecstatic. I was worried like, oh my goodness my life is going to turn into what my parents' life was. Mm. And, I, and I never wanted that. Um, so I started asking myself questions like, how did you see love shown in your household growing up? How did y'all handle conflict? You know, um, all of those things, like really like deep diving into those things. And then I dug deeper and was like, okay, so that, well, that was the foundation of it. But how did that what you saw growing up how did that present itself in your past romantic relationships because that mm-hmm. also added on to the fear of getting married one day um so i thought about my past romantic relationships and then i also thought about like my friendships so i was like looking at how my childhood affected each and every one of my relationships and at the end of the day i saw that i didn't want to ruin something i didn't want mm-hmm. something that was so my boyfriend girlfriend relationship that I had I didn't want to ruin something that was so good this was the healthiest relationship the most happy I've ever been in a relationship I didn't want to ruin that by getting married because in my mind once you got married it went south or you know once you took that next step it went south so I was asking myself those questions and that is how relationship goals and series was first um, I started having those conversations with my then fiance just late at night. And he was like, you know, these conversations are really good. Um, what if we had these conversations with other people to get their perspectives on it? So that's why when we say like the co-creator of Full Circle Television, like he helped me bring that vision to life. Like we literally had a camera that we used to document our journey of getting married, which is on YouTube, Louis <laughs> Out Love Tour. Um, we used that camera to document our journey uh, to, to marriage. So we took people along with us to see us in our premarital counseling, to look at our venues, to pick out my dress and all of those things to talk about the highs and lows of getting married and, you know, the people that backed out of our wedding and, you know, having to actually cancel our wedding. We talked about all of those things, documented all of those things. So this camera was to document our wedding process and then family vacations after that. Um, So from there, um, 
that camera turned into the camera that we now use to film relationship goals the series which is so crazy because which is like full circle because we never that was never our intent like we didn't go out to buy equipment for that it just kind of became our lives uh, from us documenting our own story and our own journey um so it's like highs and lows like that was that that was the first low is just like me trying to get over my my fear of marriage my fear mm -hmm. of what could be because of what everybody else had experienced um so that was the, like the first low that we overcame that I overcame when creating um relationship goals and series and then the next one i would say um as now we are in the business is jumping over that hurdle of imposter syndrome mm -hmm. of feeling like i wasn't good enough um, mm -hmm. so when i initially created the show and then we rolled it out in january of 2020 right before the pandemic i told every guest that was on the show to not tell anybody that it was me behind this show so when I would post, when I would post it on social media, I posted as if I was supporting a friend. I didn't say that I was supporting a friend, but I never took ownership of it. Yeah, I just would repost it like, "Oh, y'all, this is like a good series. Go check it out." And I originally said, "And this is why you need mirrors in your life. This is why you need people in your life to mm -hmm. just call you out on your stuff." Yeah, because I originally said that I didn't want people to watch it just because it was me. And I wanted them to watch it because they liked the content. That wasn't the truth. That's what I was telling myself. Yeah. Right? That's, that's wow. what yeah. I was telling myself. Michael, who was on the first season of Relationship Goals series when we talked about romantic relationships, um, we went out to dinner one day and he was like, you're afraid. <laughs> he just called me out on it. He called me out. <laughs> And it was like you're afraid and I was like dang you right you right I am afraid I'm afraid that what if this fails and I put my name on it then I'm gonna yep. be a failure I was afraid that I never produced anything I never even talked about wanting to do like a television series or anything like that so I was afraid that people would be like who who the fuck she think she is? Yeah. Try to come out here and do this. I was afraid of what other people would say because I didn't truly see it for myself. So that imposter syndrome had set in and I was hiding. I was hiding from owning mm -hmm. that this was my thing. I couldn't even be proud about it, you know, because I was hiding. Yeah. Um, and then it's just crazy how things work in mysterious ways. The pandemic set in. Mm -hmm. um, and at that point I'm like okay the only way to grow this thing because we can't leave this house we can't leave this house we can't go talk to people we are in quarantine the only way to grow this thing is to do what everybody else is doing with their businesses and that is to go live yeah so I had to go live on Instagram and then we created our second show um which was uh Full Circle Television Live, SCTV Live, where we went live every Monday at 9 p.m. and we talked about an array of topics. And these conversations got so good and each week more and more people jumped onto the live and this mm -hmm. kind of became like our means of communicating and building our community and growing, uh, growing that following. So we talked about everything. Uh, we had a guest on 
because um, I like provocative topics because I want to talk about the things that we are not talking about. Yeah. So we had a, we had a sex worker on to talk about her experience being a sex worker and you know debunking a lot of the things that people thought about sex workers. Um, we had a guy on talking about his daddy issues and you know when we think of daddy issues, we always think of the woman, but he came yep. on and talked about his daddy issues. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a young lady who lost her limbs due to sepsis come on um, and talk about how her life has changed now that she is a amputee. Um, we just had so many. We had a polyamorous couple come on. Like We just had so many amazing yeah. people come on. We talked about finances. We was going through the pandemic and we didn't know, you know, people were losing their jobs. So we were talking about finances and savings and stocks and bonds and all of these things. So it was literally something for everybody. And we were able to build this community around that. Um, so that got me over the imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not even going to lie and say that I'm 100% cured, um, but it got me over that hump. It still sets in some days, um, but then I just had to talk to that inner hater and, you know, kind of figure inner out. Inner hater? Uh, <laughs> I got to talk to that inner hater. I got to charge her up. I got to put her in the corner, jack her up in the corner by her yeah, seat. You know, first time her, I heard that one. <laughs> Like, like you, you are, you are not welcome here. I gotta give her a name. Like, you are not welcome here, girl. Um, And then also, I sit with that in our process. Like, what about this scares me? What about this makes me not want to do it? Like, and really get to the root of it. Um, Because at the end of the day, it's all mental. It is all mental. Absolutely, absolutely. I love it. First of all, I love the inner hater. Like. Love the title. I'm definitely gonna steal that from you. Like, listen, I, and I stole. I stole it from one of our guests. We had a guest on yeah. um, uh, Friends TV Live. She moved to Thailand, and she mm-hmm. caused her inner hater. Like, you know, when she was afraid to move, and the, the inner hater was like, "Oh, you gonna get to Thailand? You gonna get kidnapped?" And she was like, "You know, she had to check her inner hater." Yeah, and I was like, I'm taking that from you, so you could. Passing it along. Absolutely. (laughs) Then started something now that inner hater. But for real, that inner hater will like, man, that imposter syndrome is I I personally suffer from imposter and syndrome as well. Like the stuff I tell myself, the stuff I, you know, I understand exactly what you mean about hiding behind things. And Mm -hmm. you know, it's an association of like you said, if it fails you're connected to that but the thing is what is failure really who can tell you that you failed but you the inner hater that's it that's the only person and only thing that can tell you that you failed like and i really think that inner hater is a culmination of different people in your life that have told you things yeah those aren't even our thoughts yeah those are the thoughts of that that hater friend projection that, a lot of projection that, that, to- that toxic mom you know yeah. that, like the, the people in your life those are the voices that inner hater is like all of those voices combined yeah and you're like well i don't want to look stupid in front of them so yeah. I'm not gonna do it. um and we yes. can get out of that absolutely i love that you brought that up because that can be it too so like how how do we navigate through that still you know what I'm trying to say like you know when it's people out here that really do depend on what others think you know and are not at that point where you like 
well, shit, I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, it's, it's difficult. And for me personally, I am at the point, like, I do what I want to do, but I still have that thing in the back of my mind still, you know? So imagine a person who's not even like there yet. (laughs) It's going to take, it takes some time and it takes a lot of self work. It takes a lot of like self work, like, so you can be an entrepreneur, you can be a creative, you can be all of these things, but first you got to do the self-work to figure out like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, what traumas do I have around, you know, not wanting to create this or not wanting to go live on Instagram or not wanting to look like a fool. I yeah. tell my son who's 12 years old all the time, some of the greatest people in this world, like just took a chance on themselves. They just did not care about what anybody else had to say. Mm-hmm. I use for example or any other other Instagram comedians they did not care to look like a fool on Instagram now look at them you know what I mean they didn't care what nobody from their hometown had to say they didn't care about what their friends had to say the the old classmates had to say they did not care about what anybody had to say Yeah, they they were fools at first but now these fools are millionaires you know you better say it that is the truth that is the truth and I think too that's a lot like I'm like oh my god like you know even with me focusing on so so much we focus and this is not to throw shade at the people around us but sometimes we focus so much on those people who around us or that we went to high school with or who grew up Uh in our hometown and it's like it's millions of people out there that's gonna see you for what you have to offer and the healing you're giving out there and the service you're providing they don't give a damn about what you was doing at high or who you was then it's oh and that's another big thing you know switching yeah. up like exactly. i had to deal with that like i didn't want people to think that i changed but the whole thing the the thing about life is we change we yeah. grow we all we are supposed to do those things yeah. And I didn't want anybody to think that I switched up or I became this woo-woo person or, you know, yeah. one of those, like, those people that's always talking about healing and all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, but when I did it and when I said, okay, this is what I'm going to do and I'm not going to care about what nobody says, the feedback that I received from people that was receiving it, like you were just talking about, mm-hmm. blew, blew my mind. I remember mm-hmm. a dude said, like, uh your dress you I, a dude said you you made therapy cool mm. a guy said that another guy said um like uh dang what did he say he said you talk about stuff but it's not shoved down our throat in a politically yeah. correct way like you put yeah. swag on, you put sauce yeah. on it like you make healing sound like it's cool like it's fun like oh i want to do that like i want to yeah. pull a thing <laughs> <laughs> like, um this girl said you make me uh you make me feel less alone in my struggle mm-hmm. like when i hear stuff like that yeah that lets me know that i'm doing what i'm supposed to do and all the naysayers and who she thinks she is and all the critics no longer matter to me yeah yeah absolutely when you get those people that's just like man this is what you're supposed to be doing it doesn't even matter you you all that goes out the window because you know you you got a job to do you came here yeah. to do a job and you're doing it and at the end of the day we can still have those doubts and fears but what is your purpose is going to be your purpose you just gotta accept the journey and just take it one day at a time you know 
you know, yeah. like even looking me on the outside, looking at you, you know, what you build and what you have going on, I wouldn't think that you suffer from any of that. But that's, that's why we got, yeah, that's what we got to have grace for people though, because you don't know what that person had to go through to get to where they're at. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say? And not yeah. look at people in a certain way or like, you had it easier than me or you knew more people or whatever the case may be, because I don't know what you was dealing with, yeah. to, you know, to help for you to get over, you know, all of those things that you said was the reason why I did not start. I made a long old post about this when we first got started. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this almost didn't happen because I thought to myself, like, I'll have a famous cousin to put me on. Mm. I don't know anybody in show business that could connect me with the reps from Netflix or Hulu or own, or, you know, you know, one of these streaming platforms, all of those things almost was the reason why I did not get started. But then I learned just like, I love psychology and I love Mm -hmm. sociology and those things. And it's really just like meeting the people where they are. And you kind of just like talking to yourself, like there is somebody out there just like you. Like that is your direct, that is your direct audience. I know that the audience for Full Circle Television are young black people that's in their thirties that are hood adjacent. Because I grew up in Milwaukee, Mm -hmm. we ghetto, like you know, yeah, we ghetto. So. Like we hood adjacent, but we also are young entrepreneurs and professionals that may have went to an HBCU. So yeah. we, you know, we grew up listening to Frankie Beverly and Mays, but yeah. we also uh like Boosie, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so <laughs> I knew the person that I was talking to. So I knew that I knew that I was talking to somebody like me. Yeah. So I knew how to talk to them. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And that's how I that's how I feel like. I was able to grow our community. It's just by showing up, like, what's up, girl? Or, you know, what's up? We, like, we, our community, we call them, like, you know, Beyonce has Beehive, and mm-hmm. we gotta have the baby. We call our people fam. Like, what's good, fam? Yeah. Like, when I send my emails, they be like, what's good, fam? Yeah. You know, like, we just talk to them as if we talking to one of our family members gotcha. or a friend for a long time or something like that. But yeah. I feel like, Anybody could do it. You just got to like, you got to get over your fears and you got to know yeah. who you're talking to. Yeah, you got it. You, you, the thing is, the matter is, all you, cause like you were saying, like, what almost stopped you was like who you didn't know and the connection and, and in all actuality, all you need is you. You yeah. are all you need. All you got to do is just go towards what you're trying to do and God, the universe, whatever it is that you believe in, is gonna allow it, it's gonna lay it all out. It ain't gonna be easy. No. And the, and the thing of the matter is the hardest part is going to be facing you. You know, mm-hmm. it's everything out there, but it's really you facing you, you coming to terms with um letting things go that don't lo- no longer serve you, you know, it has no purpose for you, and all of that stuff. That is going to be the most difficult part of it all, but as simple as they say, whatever is for you is for you. So all you needed was you to make that, to, you know, to say, this is what I want to do. You know, that's mm-hmm. to the point of you were forced to now show who was the person behind this all. You know, <laughs> like, you know, like, literally, I sit to the front, I sit to the front, like, wait, yeah. wait, hold on. You mean the world is shutting down and I got to tell these people my face? Yeah. do my hair and jump on this live real quick. Like, I got to, 
oh yeah. god i gotta get over my fear of public speaking and yeah i gotta like do this live with all mistakes like yeah 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 you do you do because you are worthy of people knowing that you you did this you know what yes. i'm trying to say like you know that's all that's all it boils down to is that you're worthy and you need your recognition you need your flowers you deserve them yeah. so that's yeah. what it boils down to and you know you don't know where you're going to end up and who you are going to connect with that you have to start doing those lives and get comfortable you know, that could be five years from now. It could be five months from now. It just said me well for be my practice for yeah. entering in those rooms where I have to say, you know, yeah, at least, yeah, you said, right, yeah. I was thinking about a... Hey, girl, you better <laughs> say it. <laughs> Listen, you it may just be that, like, where I have to, I had to come out of my shell. I couldn't hide any longer. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, that's just all it is, and I can definitely, definitely relate to all of that because I've always hid myself in the back. Yeah. That's all yeah. I know. Like, I do not want to be seen. And it's like, a, and I know on the inside, I had a lot to offer and to give, mm-hmm. um, but I wanted to hide because I yeah. didn't want to deal with the embarrassment of mm-hmm. things. I didn't want to put myself out there. I don't want to be too vulnerable. Um, Ooh, but yeah. yeah, so it's like now, girl, I'm putting it out there. You know, I got over that, you know, but it took it took time. And when you're creating and you're an entrepreneur, you got to give. This is not for the week. <laughs> it, is, it is not. It's it is not. not. Whoever said that it's easy and I want to quit my job and I want to do this mm-hmm. um, because it's easier. Yeah, instead of working 40 hours a week you're going to work 100 like yeah. you're going you are now so when you work your job you do what they tell you to do mm-hmm. um, it, it, it tri- it's a trickle down effect like everybody has their roles and their positions and you do specifically what your job title says that you do but when you become this creative or this entrepreneur you are the outreach person you're going out there and connecting with people you are bringing that back in and you you are doing the marketing you are like you're doing all of the work if you have um what is that called like merchandise you're fulfilling the orders you are sending out the emails like you are doing everything like you are working nonstop until you get to the point where you can scale and you know hire a team and yeah they can work and do that for you but it is this is not for the week it is not and if you are a person that is not like like organization isn't like your strong suit it is going to be 10 times harder you know for you yeah so what were you doing before you decide are is this what you're doing full time now are you still working like where no, are I'm you cur- yeah I'm currently working um so during the pandemic mm-hmm. I was off for the entire pandemic so I was able to put like 100% of my effort and energy into full circle and really mm-hmm. got that ball rolling mm-hmm. um, I recently went I recently went back to work, but this is something that I'm seeing just to be like a short term, a short term yeah. thing until, you know, we, we, excuse me, get some grants or sponsorships or, you know, whatever, um, mm-hmm. to really like keep our like finances rolling and full circles able to bring in its own income. Yeah. Um, so I recently went back, so I am currently working full time. So how do you balance that? What's your advice on balancing, you know, to make sure that, cause it is very important to not, in my opinion, 
to not let those jobs overshadow what you're you know what you what you're creating so how do you balance that with still being able to do your full circle stuff for television and also working so it has been um quite the like the the struggle i would say Mm -hmm. um of trying to balance it all because like i said for two years during the pandemic i was able to do everything full circle like I like I was able to eat breathe and sleep full circle but now it is more like a weekend thing which now is compiled with my son playing on a traveling basketball team so Mm -hmm. I am really trying to figure everything out and balance it um and also trying to you know give my husband his time too because when we're Mm -hmm. together it turns into meetings and I don't want you to feel like it's always a full circle television meeting going on because the little bit of time that we get to connect, I want us to be able to connect. So I am still trying to figure out how to balance this all. But like my my brain is always in creation mode. Yeah, it is always in what are we going to do next? Uh, you know, mm-hmm. like what is going to be the next show? It is always on. Um, so. Yeah, I'm really trying to figure out that balance. But what I did um, for myself the month of May and also the month of June is I told myself that I was going to pull away. I was going to take more time for myself and more time for my family and more time to connect with with my household rather than do so much uh, creating and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, because I don't want to be out here doing everything for y'all and healing y'all and you know yeah. my isn't where it should be yeah and i have my conversations back at home that we should be having to yeah. you know make sure that we're good and we're tight um so for the month of may and for the month of june i'm like i'm just gonna scale back on the things that i'm creating or the things that i'm trying to do um and put more focus and love into my household um so yeah, that's just what I've been doing. And then July, we're gonna jump back into into yeah. some things. And I and I completely understand that because I'm gonna be honest with you. I am in the same spot. I'm I'm not married. I used to be married, girl. I don't know if I do that again, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> um I am in the spot, like you're saying, like you needed to pull back and focus on family and you know yourself and all of that stuff and I completely understand that because I came to the conclusion like I'm you did I'm doing a year full Deshayla like yes because I that's so funny because me was so every year I give myself a word my word mm-hmm. for 2022 was me <laughs> yep and girl it, listen and that's how you find the true balance you got it's, it's yeah. really within yourself because I'm looking at myself now I'm in this this funky space and I'm sure we're around the same age I'm assuming I'm 30 for to be 31 this year um mm-hmm. you get in that funky space where you realizing like uh yeah um honey, hold on my dog is just having a time you need to calm down he having a time of his life <laughs> in the background um were you realizing like yeah this stuff I was doing ain't really working no more so I'm I'm, I'm looking at myself and I'm like you ain't got no balance, so you barely taking care of yourself, like the stuff I put yeah. in my body. Um, just just all over the place, but still trying to it's like honestly, it's like you know how you got a functioning 
alcoholic or functioning <laughs> drug addict. It's like I'm, well, I'm balanced, but I'm functioning. Like, I'm you on said what? Reel. I thought I told my husband I'm on a hamster wheel wheel right now, and I need to jump off. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like it's time to go down to the drawing board, and and yeah. it's we are um on here. I teach a lot, like. I am, I teach more of the, why can't I think of the word? Like, I can't think of the correct word, but like untraditional lifestyle, unconventional, like yep, stuff like that. I, yep. I teach that. So like a lot of things that people we have been taught, I have been placed here to show, yeah, it really gotta be like that, you know? And now I'm at this space where it's like, I have to pull completely back now um to do a lot for myself because I began to also focus on healing a lot of people and then I came to the conclusion like you know you really ain't gotta heal people like that though you you yeah. ain't you ain't you gotta save the world you said what are you a Virgo you know what I I'm a Leo but I have a lot of Virgo placements in my natal oh. chart I'm not sure if you know what a natal chart is <laughs> I've heard of it. I listen yeah. to a lot of podcasts that they, they yeah, talk about. Yeah, I have. I'm not quite sure, but yeah. I, Virgo is like, I have a cluster of Virgo um, in me, so I can come off as one, but I'm I'm a Leo. Okay, okay. <laughs> but I have. And you always want to help people. Yeah. And cure people. And yeah, make sure absolutely. Good and yeah. happy and straight. And sometimes yeah. we do that to our detriment. Yeah, but and, and it's like, I want to do that, but then I'm like, you haven't, I've, I've done a lot of healing, do not get me wrong, but then it's like certain stuff I'm still doing that I'm like, you have not, basically the space I'm in is I need to heal from all the shit that was passed down to me now, not yeah. from the stuff I personally experienced, because I've done a lot of healing from that, from abuse and all of that stuff, but now it's yeah. like the way I spend money, the way yeah. I eat. Yeah. My relationship with my kids sometimes. Yeah. This is the stuff that was passed down to me that I'm yeah. now got having to heal. So I'm like giving myself grace. I, I always speak on that on here too. Is giving yourself grace because you don't you don't know, and you get to that point where you like the light bulb clicks. It turns on, yeah. and that's where I'm at. So I understand what you're saying. Like you had to pull back. You know what I'm trying to say and do what is important to you. That That is what's really important to you. You got to focus on that and don't feel guilty about saying, okay, I want to put what I created. Give me a second right now. I created you. I love you, you know, but I need a second so I can focus on having different conversations with my husband, you know, yeah. being there more for my son. You know, taking time for me. And I had to tell myself that because I'm going to get ready to open up a new event space. And I'm like, you know, you know, open it, but you ain't got to be all work, work, work. You can take some time for yourself and you can lay a different foundation. This can go a different way. You know, yeah. but you still focusing on yourself because like you said, that hamster on that wheel. The hamster on that wheel and it's like, I can't go no more. I barely got energy. I done... I'm a hamster in the wheel that's still scarfing down McDonald's. I ain't got time yep. for this no more. You know, <laughs> it ain't working. Yep. It ain't working. You know, you on the wheel, but you ain't going through that tunnel. You get what I'm yep. trying to say? So now let's lay this thing straight. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's get on the, 
playing field where we can move and we're not stagnant. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But you need to experience these things so that this can come. You can this can come to you easily. You know, it can you you know it's not easy to change it or you know it's gonna happen, but you gotta be so accepting a lot of what's going on around you and being very honest. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I love that you said that and I love that you know it's okay that you're still trying to figure that out and balance it because 90% of the people who's going to be listening including me we still trying to figure out how to balance all this stuff out you know and, and I don't think that we ever get to a place of balance it's just really like structure mm-hmm. I am a I thrive off of structure like so much so like on like to, to like to help anybody out there that's dealing and feeling like they all over the place like mm-hmm. um, during the school year Sundays all the clothes are ironed. All mm. the clothes are ironed. They are hung up. They are in the front of the closet, ready to be worn. We are not looking for what you're going to wear in the morning. I don't right. want you to go to school flustered. I don't want to be mad in the morning because you can't find your favorite blue jeans that you wanted to wear. Yeah. I don't want to start our mornings off like that in this house. So yeah. everything is ironed on Sunday. Um, my meals, I'm going to the grocery store on Sunday. I know what we're going to eat every single day of the week. If I got to put it out, if I got to throw something in the crock pot before work, if I have to season it and marinate and have it sitting in the refrigerator and text my husband and say, hey, can you put this in the oven before I get home so it can be halfway done, then I work on the sides when I get mm-hmm. home or something like that. Like, you know, like, I try to, like, literally probably run my household like it's a corporation just so, <laughs> just so we can... We stay don't afloat. have to be so stressed out. Yeah, they so same. stay afloat. Yeah. Like, I don't want my son to be having to be like, oh, my mama snap on me every morning. Because that's what I saw happening. I'm like, okay, yeah. what is happening? And how can yeah. we make this back? If exactly. I'm snapping every morning because you can't find your clothes, then we need to figure out a system exactly. for these clothes. You know what I mean? Like, I if I'm stressed it, yeah. out and I don't know what to eat so we end up eating at McDonald's, what do I need to put yeah. in place so we're not randomly eating at McDonald's and I'm spending this money and we eat it poorly? Okay, I need to throw that meat up. <laughs> exactly. And that's, I love it because that's where I'm at. I need structure. And that's the stuff I'm talking about healing things we were never taught. I never, yep. I was, I lived so unstable all my life growing up and then into my early adulthood years that all I pray will and ask for, for, you know, the universe, my ancestors, like, I need stability. I cannot do this anymore. You know, like, just this unstable lifestyle. And it's like, I'm making it, but it's like, I don't like the way I'm making it. You know what I'm trying to say? It don't feel good because you're exhausted. Exactly. And everybody done got snapped on. Girl! (laughs) I had a situation with my kids the other day. And I just broke down. This is an honest moment, um, a very honest moment and transparent. I broke down because of the way I handled it with them. And the mm-hmm. thing is, I had left out to do some work that wasn't even worth the money of what I came home to. Um, yeah. We just moved in. Like, they had ripped one of the doors off the hinges, okay? Like, my oh, kids was crazy. So, of course, <laughs> you know, I'm on 10, you know? Yes. Yes, and I'm course. just like, and the way I handled it with them, and I just broke down, like, I did that because, you know, it wasn't even worth the money I got. 
and I came home to this and then now my kids have to suffer the consequences and I just didn't like it you know and I'm just like I told them like this is not how it should be this is not it what you're seeing right now I'm doing the best I can to show y'all a different way you know yeah um, my oldest, she, she understands more because she's 11, going to be 12, and I got two younger ones. But I'm just like, I, I can't do this. But you need those experiences to show you, like, this ain't... You're human. Yeah, you're you human. Ain't no exactly. You ain't no machine. You're human. Yeah. And this is things that you, not only you want to change, but your ancestors now want you to change, too. They like, yeah, baby, we did it, but you ain't got to do this no more. You ain't got to teach this to your kids. You ain't got to show them the way we, we was doing it. You know, it's, it's some of us are here to do that change, you know, and make that change for our family, for our friends, and show a different way. And that's where I'm at, and I love that you gave, like, what you would do to bring more structure. Because yeah, for man. some, yeah, for someone like me, I need to hear that stuff. Because I've never like, experienced structure. Different, different tools, you know, like just different, different tools. Like when I say that we, like we, I tell my son all the time, like you can do anything that you want to do. Like just create a plan for it. Literally yeah. create a plan. Like you want to get out of debt, create a plan for it. Okay. You $10,000 in debt, but you, you got expendable income where like, you may like to go, I don't know, you go out to eat once a week or once a month or something, you know, like figure out ways like, okay, you know, okay, if I'm going out to eat, I always say that we don't go out to eat because we hungry, we go out to eat for an experience or, you know, for a celebration <laughs> or something like that for enjoyment. So how can I bring that same enjoyment into my home? We go outside and we eat outside, you know, or I take mm. my son, we'll pack lunch and we'll go on a picnic by the, yeah. by the lake. Like we just looking for an experience. Exactly. Like, um, so then I could take that $50, $70, whatever I was spending on dinner like okay I can apply that to my debt and may you may not see the results come instantly and you know those endorphins go off in our brain when we see things like if I'm talking about the debt analogy when we see the debt like like evaporating like quickly then those endorphins going off are in our brain and we get excited we get happy about it and we keep going um we just got to keep like putting at it like we just got to find different tools and different ways and just like create the plan and work that plan Mm-hmm. you know and so we recently had a blow up in our household too my son I can't even now that you think about it like you can't even go back to figure out like why we even got to that place um but but I was I was really stressed out about it and I'm like okay are you gonna sit in this funk and be stressed out in the house mm-hmm. gonna be mad, or are you gonna figure out what to do about it and I was like okay I went online and it was this game that I had been seeing it's called the end Mm-hmm. By I got the game for kids and we played that for two days. Um, we, we, we'll bring it to the dinner table while we sit down eating and we'll pull a few cards and we all be transparent and we be honest with each other. And I really believe that that game is helping my son see mm-hmm. us as not just parents, but as human beings. Yeah. Because, you know, he's asking questions like, what makes you sad? Like, if he don't see us cry, if he don't see us break down, he thinks that we are, like, these superhuman beings, like, yep. that, you know, we don't deal with stuff. And then it also allows us to see him as a kid, like, yes. be a person, too, because for so long, I just talked about this on my story last night, 
Um, we, we think that kids have no no worries in the world because all we ask them to do is go to school and act right. Yeah. If we think about the things that we were dealing with growing up that we did not talk about with our parents, our kids can also be experiencing those things. Exactly. And I always say, you know, kids don't want to be bad. Like, that may be their, like, way of, like, gaining connection. Like, I tell my son that, like, he loves to go back and forth. And I'm like, I think that you just want to talk to me. So let's just talk. <laughs> Because, <laughs> I don't want to sit here and argue with you about you picking your clothes up off the floor because you know they're not supposed to be on the bathroom floor. Yeah. Like, I think that you just want to connect with me, so let's connect. <laughs> like, oh, and then like I'll, I'll psychoanalyze him and he'll be like, what? Like, I don't want to talk to you. I, I, I just want to do what I want to do. Like, no, you want to talk to me. Let's, so let's talk. Yeah. 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 I completely understand that and I love the way, you know, we're trying. Everybody in the household is trying as a whole. And I just love, I feel like our generation is really trying to shift things, you know, and like do it differently and allow our kids to express themselves and allow them to have a voice and an opinion what I feeling like they're being disrespectful, you know, showing yeah. them a different way to communicate. And I see that a lot with our generation and I absolutely love it because they are going through things. You know, they yeah. do feel certain things. We got most of our trauma when we were kids. They yes. are kids. They are None kids. None of this stuff happened to us as an adult. Rarely. Yeah. We're, we're sitting back afraid of things from what happened when we were kids. Why we don't want to put ourselves out there because we were probably picked on as a kid. Yeah. Why we don't trust certain things because of what we experienced with a, a uncle or an aunt or certain people yeah. would make little remarks about the way you looked as a kid from your family. So now you, that's when all of that stuff happens. Listen, listen, yeah. um, listen, fam, because <laughs> I am just now at 32 years old getting comfortable with this body that God gave mm -hmm. me because I just felt like I was an object as a kid. Mm. So, you know, would be like, oh, look at her shape. Oh, look at her body and all of that mm. stuff. Like, yeah. I did not like that attention in four forever. I mean, I still don't like to get the attention. Don't yeah. don't comment on my body. Yeah. Um, it makes me very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But I am just now starting to take the sweatshirt from around my waist. You know, like mm -hmm. I am just now. I remember one of my guy friends on Instagram wrote me. It was like. You are always, and it's so crazy how people just like pay attention to you. He's like, you are always so covered up. Mm. Like even in the summer, like I don't wear shorts. I did oh, not wow. wear shorts. Yeah. If I wore if I wore a dress, I wore a long dress. Like you weren't going to see my legs. You weren't going to see my thighs. I never like for people to like you know pay too much attention to my butt. And yeah. it's so crazy that all of that comes from being a child. So like you said. Yep all the tra trauma that we get is from younger years so allowing our kids to have those conversations now and be able to speak up and say oh I don't like this like I will speak up for my son in a second he don't like people to touch him yeah so if anybody like like something he has locks so my mother-in-law yeah. reached for his locks to like touch him and we were driving in the car they were in the back seat my husband was like don't do that he don't like when people do that yeah. Like, and us saying that to her lets him know that it's okay to speak up for yourself. For, if you don't like for yourself. Being yeah. in your personal space, yeah. tell them. 
Yeah. And it's not that she did anything wrong. That's just like how, you know, grandparents communicate. Yeah. We had to let her know he does not he like He does music. not like that. Yeah. And that's not what we, we, we didn't get the option to speak up for ourselves. So then nope. here we are at 30, tr- just learning how to say no and learning boundaries. Because yep. we and were not to. taught that. We were taught <laughs> this is what it is. You know, like, and just me, exactly. And it's like, we are really out here making a change. And the thing is, because I do a lot of ancestral work, working with my ancestors and stuff like that. They want that, though. They know that that wasn't the best way, you know, yeah. like for uh, for the way we were taught. And to see that's that's just the way the world is shifting. The world is shifting to more authenticness us being you can't every you can't be, be behind the mask anymore you know be authentic being true to who you are and speaking up for yourself and showing different ways living a healthier lifestyle so you either gonna uh-huh. catch this wave and jump on this wave or i don't know what to tell you, you might drown a little bit but you can still catch the wave you know <laughs> you ready Let's, so you, you better you better pay attention <laughs> i ain't saying you gotta believe in what everybody else is talking exactly. about but exactly yep. yep absolutely absolutely so yeah well i feel like this was a great conversation <laughs> yes I enjoyed everything we talked about and all of that stuff. Um, and before I let you go, if there's any last things you want to say and let the people know where they can find you on social media, you know, your um, your um, network and all of that stuff. Yeah, so you all can watch Relationship Goals, the series on FullCircleTelevision.com. We have three seasons we have talked about romantic relationships friendships also um co-parenting relationships and i oh relationships with folks our age in their 30s and their parents so they talk about the highs and lows of their relationships and all of those seasons can be found on fullcircletelevision.com you can listen to relationship goals the series anywhere that you get your podcast you can also purchase relationship goals the journal it is a hundred writing prompts to help you mend and grow the relationships with yourself romantic partner family and friends um you can also uh, join us for a good turn up at fctv game night six we will be dropping the details for that pretty soon follow us on full circle uh full circle television all spilled out on instagram and Last but not least, we are creating a new series that will be coming out really, really soon. Um, It will be a dinner series. I am a foodie. That is one of my things that I just absolutely love. Um, We'll be sitting down having dinner with creatives and entrepreneurs and having conversations just like this over a meal. Um, It will be, I think, about 20 people each time. But we're going to do it once a month from July all the way to December, see how that rolls out and uh, hopefully continue it from there and turn it into a television show. So, I love it. Um, I love yeah, it. that is all the stuff that I have off the top of my head right now. <laughs> but yeah, definitely check us out. All things can be found on fullcircletelevision.com. Great. I am so excited for you and everything you have going on and everything that is coming from me for, you know, that's coming for you and everything you're, yes. you're creating. You are amazing. Keep it up. Um, 
you know, I just appreciate you coming on here and speaking and us being able to have this conversation. This is the first time we had a conversation and it just flows so great to me. Right. Like we were just like girlfriends. Yeah. Like, we were just like girlfriends. Yes. Like, I love it. I love it. Yep, absolutely. So I thank you again for coming on, and I would definitely be speaking to you soon and linking with you soon. So, yes. So, yeah, thank you so much. All right, bye. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon.